Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, finding fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility, but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. We are here with Dr. Isabella. So excited to have you on. Hi. So tell us a little bit about your background. Oh, well, um, I'm a medical doctor trained in Colorado in Denver, Colorado, and it graduated in 1992. And then in 2000, I realized I was not happy practicing medicine as a family practice doctor in America. So I thought, let's find a place where people are doing better health care. So we moved to New Zealand in 2000. Yeah. And I've been here since then with my two children and my husband and realize that we don't have a healthcare system here in New Zealand either. We've got disease management. Yeah. And so I've gone ahead and just started focusing on functional medicine. Yeah. It's um, I, a lot of my listeners know I'm married to a Kiwi. I spent almost 14 years in the United Kingdom and I grew up in America. I was actually born in Denver um, <laughs> and they are all disease management systems, you know, whether or not the government's paying for it (laughs) is not a good system. And a lot of people are really struggling. And your specialty is anxiety and depression. Is that right? Yes. And how did you get into that? Kind of like how you got into infertility. (laughs) Life happened. Life happened. Yeah. So, um, well, in 2013, just a couple of years ago, I gave away private practice as a, as a family practice doctor. And um, my husband and I started Doctor on a Mission. And the whole goal was, you know, after seeing Dr. Mark Hyman and doing what he's doing, and he's my mentor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to reach more people. I want to help more people. Um, my husband and I decided, okay, let's just start Doctor on a Mission. And so in 2013, I was excited about doing a brand new business. And then after a year, I was 54. And I found myself not only as a doctor, a wife, a mother, a brand new entrepreneur, which you're not taught how to be an entrepreneur in medical training. But I was also menopausal. And I didn't even realize I was menopausal. Here I am a family practice doctor, functional medicine doctor, and I didn't even realize I was menopausal. So I um, just became so overwhelmed and anxious about everything. 
And I felt like I had way too much on my plate, which I did, but that's okay. Cause that's just the way we roll. Right. Yeah. 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 A lot and, of women, a lot of type a women, right? Yeah. And I am, and I'm sorry, but I'm not because I've got a lot to do before I go away, you know, forever. <laughs> so, and then I felt hopeless and I, I, I can only laugh about this now because I'm way over on the other side, but what had happened in 2014 and September, 2014, mm, is I, for 17 nights, I only slept three hours every night for 17 nights. And by the end of those, that 17 day period, I tried to take my life twice in three days because I felt like I was a burden on people. My family was gonna be like, what, what use are you? You know, like, I'm not good enough, that whole idea. Mm -hmm. And by the grace of God, that plan was stopped. And my husband took me to see my pastors who I love, and they helped me get to medical care, which as a medical doctor, I didn't want to go to medical care because I knew that I could lose my license. I knew that they could take the love of my life, which is being a medical doctor away from me. But I saw the psychiatrist and the psychiatrist said, Isabel, I'm going to give you some medicine. And they gave me an antidepressant and an antipsychotic, which is wow. very typical for women yeah. in the fifties and in their forties. And then he said, you're going to need to be on this medicine for the rest of your life. And look, I'll tell you, Monica, I surrendered. I did whatever I needed to do to go to sleep because I just wanted to sleep. Yeah. You know, not sleeping is torture if mm -hmm. you've ever experienced that. And so, but when he said, Isabel, you're going to be on this for the rest of your life. I said, yep, whatever you say, doc. But deep down inside, I said, hmm, we'll see about that. So then I slept and fast forward. Um, my husband and I went on a five-year journey. So much like what you and your husband went on, you know? And I just was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out because I know how we're doing it in medicine yeah, for anxiety and depression. And I know it's not working yeah, because I'm in it now. And now I really know how people feel. And so I got pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I got so pissed off that this is the way the healthcare system is for mental health, because it's not about mental health. It's about brain health and learning how to take care of our brain. So anyway, went on a five-year journey with my husband, spent a lot of money, made a lot of mistakes, and finally came off my, my antidepressants, my antipsychotics safely, because there's a way to do it safely. And now I'm way over on the other end. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's, this is how we do it. This yeah. is how we do it. Baby. Na, 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 na. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so now that's, that's what I'm doing is helping women have achieve freedom from anxiety and or depression. Yeah. Yeah. I know during, um, fertility struggles, um, you don't have to come to the plate with anxiety and depression but for most of us, we deal with it at some point in our journey. But I, the more I work with people, the more I feel that they actually were dealing with anxiety and depression and the infertility just compounded it. 
And a lot of them do. They go to the doctors. Oh, here's a pill. And when you're trying to conceive a baby, whether you're into holistic stuff or not, you know that being on this medication can't be a great thing for your baby, you know, like let alone yourself, but you as a mama bear, you start prepping yourself and you're like, nope, this isn't right. What would be some really good tips, um, maybe from your own journey or what you um, teach and, you know, help people do now in your practice to kind of start moving away from that medication? Okay. Well, there's a lot that can be done and everybody, you know, I break it down into mind, body, and spirit. And if we can just realize, number one is realize you're not, you're not a bad person because you're going Mm -hmm. through this. Yeah. It's your brain is not working right. That's it. It's all about brain health. And if you just allow yourself to wash away the stigma about anxiety and depression, that's number one, because it's going to happen. You know, talking about anxiety and depression will happen and it won't be so taboo. So just realize I don't have anxiety and depression. I've just got a brain health issue and learn to take care of your brain and be super kind to your brain. Because, you know, as a doctor, if you come to me and you're having a heart attack, well, then guess what? I will send you to the cardiologist who's really specializes in taking care of the heart. Well, if you come to me or to a brain doc, you know, to a psychiatrist, they really need to be looking at your brain as an organ that needs to be taken good care of. Yeah. So just that's number one is just wash away the taboo that you're sick, that you're, yeah. you're crazy because you're not crazy. You are good enough. You just got a brain health issue. Mm-hmm. Number two is man, sleep is so important Yeah. and it's not easy. It's not easy, especially for us women, when we're going through hormones and we're going through hormones in our twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties. It's a never ending. It's a never ending experience yeah. of hormones. <laughs> you're good for two weeks of the month. Then you go bad for two weeks of the month. And it just, just so you know, it, the, the ride gets super wild when you go perimenopause, just letting you know, <laughs> so get your sleep down. And then, um, gut health is so key because if yeah. your gut health is good, your brain health, and you teach all this. I mean, you know, I've been on a podcast with you, you I've interviewed you, your gut health is number, number one. If you can just get your gut health, right. Right. So go a little bit into that brain gut connection because it's a fairly new thing, right? Like for most of all of our lives, there's never been a connection. No one's ever talked about it. And now all of a sudden it's like, no, you got to take care of your gut to take care of your brain. Can you just give us a little bit of background in that? Sure. Well, your, your gut is your second brain. And I know people know that they've heard that. And you and I have heard that over and over again, but your gut is your second brain. Why? Because it creates neurochemicals called serotonin and dopamine and serotonin and dopamine make us happy. And if we don't have our gut health under control, then guess what? Dopamine and serotonin aren't going to be in good, good levels in your brain. And if that's not happening, you will experience anxiety. You will experience problems sleeping. Your gut health is, um, gosh, 
it's just bacteria, good and bad bacteria that need to learn how to live together. And there's so many things that we do on a daily basis to cause insult to our gut with like, for instance, eating. Mm-hmm. When people work with me to, oh, to, be, to get freedom from anxiety and depression, I put them on, I highly encourage, because I can't do anything, I can't force them to do anything, is go dairy-free, gluten-free, sugar-free. Yeah. And that will help so much of the leaky gut issue. And also, I know that the dairy, if you can just get rid of the dairy, women sleep a lot better. And there's so much good dairy that you can have, like you can have, I mean, I'm talking no dairy, but if you are so hooked on milk, then you can start making coconut milk, or Mm -hmm. almond milk, there's ways to switch off like my husband's the nutritional chef at here at Dr. On a Mission. So he teaches people how to do that. Yeah. And um, I always encourage people to learn what is upsetting your gut health, like antibiotics. Um, So many people are on this medication called Prilosec or Losec for gastroesophageal reflux, the reflux. I'm like, that ruins your gut. It punches holes in your gut. So learning to love, I mean, there's a lot of organs that I love in my body. Your liver is like so important, but your gut, I just have a love relationship with. It's a love story with my gut and other people's gut. And so I do a lot of um, uh, complete microbiome testing is what I do here in New Zealand and Australia. And it just helps you understand what good bacteria are happening? What bad bacteria? Do you have parasites? Do you have worms? Do you have candida? Um, you know, do you have H. pylori? H. pylori in your gut? Oh my gosh, that increases your risk of gastric cancer. Well, there's ways of healing that without the antibiotics. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so gut testing is so important. Yeah. I, I mean, it's my number one go-to test over here too. And um, I just kind of like dumb it down for people. I know my, my community is highly educated, but it's like, think about it. Your gut has to handle everything, everything you put into it. It has to handle that. And then if it doesn't, if it handles it well, it shoots it out very nicely everywhere else. If it handles it bad, it shoots it out bad everywhere else. So your gut is connected to everything because it's the master controller, right? Like, it's just, when you really think about it, it's just so simple. Like it's the most complex thing ever. Like sometimes I read stuff. I'm like, this is way beyond beyond me. But if you just get back to basics, it's just simple. Yes, of course, whatever you put into your mouth goes to your gut and your gut then gives it out to the rest of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's um, the number one thing. And my clients, and I, I know your clients specifically come to you for anxiety and depression. Mine are dealing with all that, but obviously their main focus is pregnancy. And I I get them to list out, okay, what are your top health complaints? And sometimes it is that anxiety and depression. I'm like, okay, we're going to monitor that as we heal your gut. Mm -hmm. And they're just so shocked. I just had one client that she's like, I didn't expect it, but my ADHD has greatly improved. I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, so true. Dr. Amen wrote this book called The End of Mental Illness. Mm-hmm. And he talks about getting taking care of your, your gut health will help so much with your brain health. It's just, it's gonna be normal. 
Yeah. It's going to be normal in the future. It's just you and, you know, you and I and the other people in the world are just breaking ground. So we always look like the crazy ones, but there's a lot of research out there. Dr. Dave Perlmalter is doing the research, you know, Dr. Amen, my mentor, they're all my, they're all my mentors because they're pioneering ahead of me. Yeah, exactly. Um, When it comes to, okay, we got the gut health. They know that now. When it comes to the kind of physical triggers around you that maybe trigger your anxiety, trigger your depression, you know, your past traumas, do you in your practice talk about how trauma doesn't have to be this big catastrophic event? It could be something that was big to you. And that could be triggering some of the physical elements in you. Do you dive into that stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. How can you not? (laughs) Yeah, that's called adverse childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Annie Hopper. Have you ever heard of Annie Hopper? No, I don't think I have. Oh, my gosh. She had a terrible experience with chemicals and that triggered her past experience. And anyway, she's, she's written a great book wired for healing. And she's got a great online course for women, um, for men and women called uh, DNRS, dynamic neuro retraining system. It's an online course. And I learned about it because I was like, I am going to figure this out. And this came up in a functional medicine. I was listening to an interview. I think she was talking to Dr. Dale Bredesen and um, who wrote the the book, The End of Alzheimer's. And she was talking about, you just got to rewire your brain. You just got to rewire your brain. I was like, I'm going to rewire my brain. And I took her course and it made me realize that's my past. Yeah, I'm not my past. I can can live a new life. I can move forward from what um, has happened to me. And so I just want to give your listeners hope that Whatever happened in your past, guess what? Your future has no room for your past stuff and you can get healed. You can learn how to go, bye-bye. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my husband and I were at church just two days ago and our beautiful pastor, Pastor Kent was saying, have you let go of your past? Mm-hmm. And I just started crying. And I know that when I start crying, that means you've struck a nerve, yeah. <laughs> my heart nerve. And he was talking and talking. He goes, you got to let go of what's happened so you can grab hold of what's ahead. And he said, you know, and then he talked about his story and he didn't go into great detail, but it was enough to let me know. Wow. And so I turned to my husband. I go, babe, we got to go to, we got to go to the beach. Cause we live really close to the beach, like 10 minutes away. Thank you, God. And I go, I'm going to get some rocks and I've got to let, I've got to dig a hole in the sand and let leave that stuff. Cause some terrible things have happened yeah. since my suicide attempts. You know, I, I thought that was big enough, but <laughs> a lot more happened. I was like, how strong do you want me to be for this journey? So anyway, but I'm through it all. And so my husband was like, huh, what, what were you? And, but he caught on like what yeah. we needed to do. So we went to the beach and I had these rocks. I had like six rocks and I planted, I dug a hole and he dug his hole and we put it in and we covered it up and we said a prayer and that's, that's gone. Like yeah. that's gone. That stuff is gone. Even it didn't even have to happen in your childhood. It could have happened in the last five years. It could have mm-hmm. happened in the last three weeks. But if you don't let go of that stuff, 
it's like baggage, like it's like carrying suitcases along. So to yeah. give your peeps hope, there is an online course that people can do called the DNRS, Dynamic Neural Retraining System. And I, I'm not connected to any kind of money return on this, but it's just, it helped me so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. To get unstuck. To get unstuck. At any age. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of my listeners are ready to move on from the labeling. I mean, you, you spoke about it, about the first thing, about ditching the label that anxiety and depression can be put on you. And um, we have a really big issue with the fertility community of labeling themselves infertile. And they mm. call themselves infertile all the time. They say, I can't get pregnant. You know, they, they use this language and I was, I did too, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I didn't do this, but that was like a big turning point in my journey. When I started saying, when I get pregnant, not if I get pregnant and really shifting that mindset. And I have now since, because as you know, as an entrepreneur, it opens up a whole new can of worms um, that what yep. I was saying <laughs> and my beliefs that got built in me in my childhood were hindering my healing, my physical healing process and, and my spiritual healing process. Mm -hmm. And for some women that can cause you know, contribute to the fertility problems. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It can stop you from moving forward mm -hmm. in whatever you're trying to achieve. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, it's all linked together. And there's, I'm sure you take your clients through many steps, right? Many goals um, to get to the ultimate goal, because it's, it's a long journey. Sometimes, you know, some people can just you know, do a few little different things and their life's changed or they're mm. pregnant. Right. And then for some of us, it does take years. It does take a lot to, to get there because we didn't realize our damage was so deep. Well said, Monica, yeah. that is really, <laughs> I, yeah. Cause we're just taught to carry on, carry on, yeah, carry on, you know, don't, don't, don't sweat the small stuff. Like they say here mm -hmm. in New Zealand or she'll be right, mate. Yeah. This, She'll be right, mate. Yeah, but we've got the highest rate of suicide in the world. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's nuts. Yeah. Give our listeners uh, your top tip. If there was one action set that they can take today to really help start shifting that anxiety and depression and moving away from it, what would you say? Take off the label. You're crazy. Yeah take it off, throw it away. It's a post-it that somebody put on you, take it off. It's not super glued on you. Take it off and find the help. You are worth it. I see you. I hear you. I know that place. You're worth it. Yeah. And just 100%. invest in yourself to take that because you've got so much to give in this world. You're a woman. You've got heart. You know, we know how to love the world. We know how to love children. We start learning it. We not need to learn to love ourselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. I didn't realize how much I didn't love myself through my fertility journey. And it was a bit shocking because uh, most people wouldn't have said that about me. You know, like you put, you learn to put on a big confidence face, don't you? Big, like, I'm fine face. 
And, um, but yeah, the self-love and I think with the self-love and the self-worth comes with, um, you start doing the physical action steps that maybe you hadn't been able to do before because the physical stuff is just a representation of how much love you have for yourself, how you love yourself enough to put in the work, to change the diet, to go to the meetings, to get the, seek the help, to do the meditation, to do the yoga, to do the journaling. Those are acts of love towards yourself. And the more self-love you have and the more self-worth, the more you start telling people, no, I'm going to take care of myself. (laughs) It's me. And, And, you know, I just had like a visual, a vision of what we could give our listeners to is if you we all have calendars so get yourself your own calendar you know and get those little smiley stickers and when you're being nice to yourself it's not going to be every day because you know you have to unlearn stuff but once every day at the end of the day when you've learned to be nice to yourself like say Isabel I love you or Monica I love you you're doing awesome you go girl put a smiley sticker on that day now it's not going to be every day over the years, you'll learn, you'll see, wow, I've learned, you know, so it's a visual. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a pleasure to speak with you. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Sure. I'd love for the ladies to come and join the shame-free anxiety and depression community for women. It's a private Facebook group where my husband and I are just there teaching people how to love their brain (laughs) and and overcome anxiety and depression and just have no shame about it and so that'll be the link in yeah i'll put the link in the show notes for everyone and then there's also our website doctoronamission.com but that'll be in the show notes okay yeah well it was such a pleasure to meet you um and connect with you and thank you so much for sharing your story so honestly and openly and giving people hope that they if they ever are in that place that there is the help out there and not just pills as well. Someone who's going to listen and know their personal, you know, experience and what they're feeling. So thank you so much for that. My pleasure, honey. All right. See you later. Bye. Thank Thank you once again for tuning in to the finding fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the finding fertility podcast.